Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Breaking news now on 1010 Wins. It was just about seven hours ago, a horrible tragedy, an unbelievable tragedy, an act of terrorism aimed at New York and aimed at America and aimed at us, an unprovoked attack to uh, aircraft that had been hijacked, slamming into the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center, and then later on the towers collapsing. And we have no idea at this point how many people may have died. We already know several hundred, if not thousands, have been treated, but how many people died, we just couldn't even fathom at this point. But there certainly are casualties or people who died in the World Trade Center today. Day, a complex that has roughly 50,000 workers, not all in those two towers, but also tens of thousands of others who do work there. And then add the people on the two planes, the planes that have been hijacked, and two other planes that were hijacked today and crashed. One into the Pentagon, where there are casualties there. We have no idea so far what that happened at the Pentagon in terms of loss of life, but there's heavy damage to one section of the Pentagon. And to just the other side of all this, what's happened to the rest of us trying to figure out, A, how this had happened, why it happened, where do we go, but also just trying to go. And that part of our story from Matt Ward is covering traffic for us. Well, we do have the Hudson River crossings are pretty much closed off. The only thing that's been getting by other than the Tappan Zee, which has been open and is rather crowded coming back into Westchester County, is the George Washington Bridge upper level back to Jersey. That is open as I look at it live on our jam cam. Meanwhile, the Whitestone Bridge is closed heading to the Bronx. Throgsneck is closed. Bronx bound on the Triborough is closed into Manhattan. Queensboro Bridge and the Midtown Tunnel are both closed coming into Manhattan. Brooklyn Manhattan, Williamsburg Bridge, Battery Tunnel are closed down in both directions although a lot of pedestrians are using the Manhattan Bridge and the Brooklyn Bridge heading back over to Brooklyn. Verrazano closed, Brooklyn bound, but open getting to Staten Island. And the Gothels, Adder Bridge, and Bayonne Bridge are all closed to Staten Island, but open getting back to New Jersey. FDR Drive is blocked off, Battery Park underpass through the United Nations, and the traffic in Westchester County blocked off on the New York State Thruway South at exit 8 now, up by 287. They have reopened the Jersey Turnpike car and truck lanes northbound, north of Interchange 11, but the Eastern Spur is still closed, heading north to be diverted to the Western Spur for now, and the Newark Bay Extension remains closed eastbound side. Don't forget, ferry service is available from Pier 11, Wall Street, also West 38th Street and East 34th, and also at Pier A, Battery Park to New Jersey, Brooklyn, and Queens. No Metro North service into Grand Central Limited Service out of Manhattan. Airports, of course, remain closed nationwide. Long on the Railroad Limited Service out of New York City and Jersey Transit reporting from Newark's Penn Station. There's limited outbound service on Northeast Carter, North Jersey Coastline and Raritan Line, and also limited service from Penn Station, New York City, down to Penn Station in Newark, but no service back into New York City on those trains. Meanwhile, the uh, Deegan is closed southbound at 230th Street as well. Ralph? And that is Matt Ward and other disruptions, too. Uh, Internet service is slow around the city and perhaps around the country. Cell phones are not working in many cases. A lot of busy signals on the regular phones and other things not happening. Here's more from uh, 1010 Winds reporter Larry Cantor. Yeah, if you were planning on doing anything organized tonight or perhaps even tomorrow, you might want to make other plans.
plans. Uh, so many things have been canceled, too many to list uh, all of them, but we'll say some of the big ones. First of all, the New York City primary. No, not today. It has not yet been rescheduled. Wall Street was shut down. No telling when that'll be up and running again. Although Karen Hughes said moments ago that financial markets, uh, while the, the Wall Street wasn't open, the financial operations were still going on and the banks were open and the federal government's treasury was open so things were happening uh baseball major league baseball shut down tonight there will be no games and also no broadway theater the league of american theaters and producers has uh, turned out all the lights on broadway for tonight ralph that is Larry Cantor, and uh, we'll find out more about this as far as the primary, but it's presumed that some people may have actually voted this morning in the primary before they decided to shut things down. That's something we'll find out later. Again, uh, two planes crashing into the World Trade Center this morning, an act of terrorism, the planes crashing, people on the planes who were hijacked dying. We have we have no idea how what the casualty figure is. That's something that we'll be finding out. But we have been hearing from the mayor. We'll hear more later. In the meantime, 1010 Winds reporter Glenn Shuck. Well, Ralph, the mayor right now is at uh, St. Vincent's Hospital. We're told he is visiting some of the uh, relatives and families of victims and people who are being treated. He is expected back here in lower Manhattan later. We're not giving out the location. We've been asked not to, again, for the safety of the mayor and other personnel. But the mayor and the governor called this tragedy earlier the worst in the city's history, Ralph. The state of emergency with the help of 2,000 National Guard troops on their way. The mayor says he won't even discuss the number of dead at this point. I don't, I don't think we, we really want to speculate about that. The number of casualties will be more than any, any of us can bear, ultimately. And I don't think we want to speculate on the number of casualties. The effort now has to be to save as many people as possible. And Ralph, the mayor himself was trapped, as you may have reported, in lower Manhattan for about 15 minutes earlier this morning after the second plane had struck. The mayor praising the cooperation of the tens of thousands of people who calmly made their way out of lower Manhattan earlier. He says those National Guard troops, the warships coming in, and other federal assistance should not create fear put more New Yorkers at ease. Glenn Shock, 1010 wins live in Lower Manhattan. Yes, Glenn, because he pointed out the National Guard has been assigned, but as relief, it doesn't mean there's a concern about some kind of military necessity in the city. And also, the mayor was saying we may not know the answer about casualties until tomorrow or well beyond that before we really know the magnitude of, uh, of this uh, act of terrorism here in New York, the two planes slamming into the World Trade Center. Uh, now, as far as school kids, this is that time of day when uh, a lot of kids are already out, but still some questions about that. Let's get to 1010 Wins reporter Mona Rivera. Our parents began frantically calling schools soon after the attack this morning, many of them wondering how would their kids get home. There were no buses, there were no subways, they were worried about possible attacks. Well, now the buses and the subways are getting back to normal, according to the mayor, so the students can get home that way. But it didn't stop many parents from leaving work, picking up their kids early. Nine-year-old Tavine Taylor at PS58 in the Court Street area of Brooklyn says he was waiting for his mom while watching his classroom fill with smoke. Well, they told me that in Manhattan there's a billion dollars on fire. And the smoke was going to come into your classrooms. It was filling your classrooms? You were that close? Yeah, the smoke was going to come in our classroom, but it closed the window door. His mom walked four hours to come and get him. The New York City Board of Ed says it's keeping schools open late for any kids who can't get home or any kids who need to wait for someone to come and pick them up. Mona Rivera, 1010 Wins, live in Brooklyn. That's an incredible story, and we still don't know the depth of the story yet. The act of terrorism in New York at the Pentagon and another plane crashing near Pittsburgh, another one of the four, one of the four planes that had been hijacked in this coordinated act of terrorism today. Uh, 1010 Wins reporter Eileen LaPalmer in Lower Manhattan. 
Manhattan. Eileen? Well, Ralph, right now I'm actually part of the lockdown that's going on right now in lower Manhattan. All the streets are shut down uh, to all vehicles other than emergency vehicles. In fact, right now two ambulances just went by, including three empty city buses. It's not clear what they will be used for, whether they will be picking up people down there or possibly transporting more police down there. Um, right now there are also people standing in the street. They've just kind of become like spectators. There's gapping and staring at the black smoke that continues to billow out of the area that used to be the World Trade Center. Uh, many are crying. Some have, are still sharing stories of how they survived, how they got out. This man was in um, at 7 World Trade Center. We were down we were down on the 8th floor when the explosion hit. Blew us back into the 8th floor offices. That's when I bust the window out. This gentleman here, he heard our cries for help. He heard us yelling. He just kept saying, stand, stand by, stay there. Somebody's coming to get you. Somebody's coming, coming to get you. And eventually someone did come and get him. He was only trapped for an hour. Of course, there it's not clear how many people are still trapped in the buildings down there. We do see all the emergency vehicles heading down there. Eileen LaPalmer, 1010 Winds, live on Hudson Street and Dwayne Street. Well, still just so many questions, thousands of questions, and some, of course, about loved ones and friends who are maybe missing or trapped inside or just unaccounted for right now, and that's something that's going to take a long time to straighten out. Uh, 1010 Winds reporter Steve Kastenbaum, among our people in lower Manhattan. Steve? Well, I've been here since uh, around 9. 30 or so. I'm now standing in the subway station directly below City Hall and uh, subway service here is still out. Uh, one of the things that's been going on is uh, the uh, transit engineers have been walking through all the tunnels on the subway system underground making sure it's safe, making sure uh, anything uh, that looks just slightly out of normal uh, out of the ordinary uh, is taken care of. They're not taking any chances before they get the subways uh, running back again through here. We continue to see a stream of people walking uh, out of Lower Manhattan and up over the Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, some sobering uh, facts that uh, we've uh, come across here. Firefighters walking out of the area. I spoke to one. He said to me they can't even get into the uh, remnants of the World Trade Center building that is still burning out of control. Uh, they've uh, been busy uh, fighting secondary fires in the buildings surrounding the World Trade Center as a result of the blast from uh, the planes running into the building and all that jet fuel that spilled down onto them. Uh, the, some of these surrounding buildings caught on fire. There were also secondary explosions inside the building, and sources say uh, the FBI is looking into whether or not uh, those explosions were caused by time-delayed explosives on the planes. That is something they will look into. Those secondary explosions uh, immediately preceded the collapse of the uh, World Trade Center towers. Uh, the other uh, uh, d disturbing fact that uh, a couple of emergency services workers relayed to me is uh, I spoke to a couple of nurses and doctors as they walked out, and they said there were two triage centers that were set up at the bases of each of the World Trade Center buildings following the uh, crashes of the two jetliners. And they said uh, when the buildings collapsed, they were in the direct path of the falling debris and that there were dead bodies everywhere in those triage uh, centers, both people who were from within the uh, World Trade Center buildings and emergency services uh, rescue workers. So it's going to be a long time before they were able to uh, toll up the numbers here. But uh, the one uh, nurse I spoke to said to me, and this is a direct quote from her, uh, they had taken care of all the bumps, the bruises, the scratches, the critically injured people that they could. Anybody else who's coming out of there, she said, I quote, is going to be dead. 
Steve Kastenbaum, 1010 Winds, live beneath City Hall. And uh, we'll be hearing more from Steve and uh, picking up on what he said. The mayor pointed out, too, that we did lose some firefighters and police officers, but the mayor had no idea how many and uh, what the casualties may, might be among them. And these are the rescuers going out to help other people. And then they, too, got trapped by the falling debris and explosions. The mayor also said about the secondary explosions that we're hearing about in the World Trade Center uh, were uh, probably something to do more with the infrastructure. They didn't think at that time there was more bombs or something of that nature. We're going to go to Matt Ward, who's covering on traffic and giving us an update on just what's closed and not as far as the trains and the bridges and so on. Well, the situation ever-changing. We are getting word that Amtrak is running again on the Northeast Corridor between New York City and Washington, and also Staten Island uh, Ferry is running uh, outbound service right now. Jersey Transit from Newark's Penn Station. There's limited outbound service on the Northeast Corridor, North Jersey Coastline, and Raritan Line, and limited service between Penn Station in New York City and Penn Station in Newark, and no service back into New York City. Long on the railroad, limited service out of uh, the city and Metro North, also with limited service out of Manhattan as well. All the airports, of course, remain closed until further notice. FDR Drive shut down Battery Park underpass through the United Nations. And as far as the bridges and tunnels go, looking live at the George Washington Bridge, upper level is still the only thing open, and that's on the Jersey-bound side only. The Hudson River tunnels are completely closed in both directions. And, of course, across the East River, Whitestone Bridge is closed to the Bronx. So is the Throgsneck. Triborough Bridge is closed into Manhattan. Both the Queensboro Bridge and Midtown Tunnel shut down coming into Manhattan. And the Brooklyn-Manhattan, the Williamsburg Bridge and Battery Tunnel are closed to each way. So is the Verrazano getting to Brooklyn. And the Gothels and Outer Bridge and Bayonne Bridge are closed to Staten Island, but open going back to New Jersey. The uh, train situation, again, we told you Amtrak is back up and running on the Northeast Carter. That's late-breaking news. And I'm Matt Ward with Shadow Traffic on 1010 Winds. Breaking news now on 1010 Winds. As we've been indicating, the story is far from over in terms of the rescue and what's going on in lower Manhattan. We're now told that building number 7 is on fire, the World Trade Center complex, and in fear of collapse, but building number 7 on fire. Earlier, of course, we had the two planes, hijacked planes, crashing into the Twin Towers, and later they too, the two towers, the top parts anyway, collapsed. Nothing basically but rubble left for those two buildings. It's a terrible tragedy. The big question, of course, well, a lot of big questions, but one of them is how many people may have died, something we just simply don't know at this time. We have no idea how many people were in those buildings at the time, and not just working, but people going there for business, the state office building, for example, or other kinds of uh, business that they were conducting at the World Trade Center. Let's go live to 1010 Winds reporter Al Jones. Hey, you know, Ralph, uh, within the last 15 to 20 minutes, uh, the smoke has definitely picked up. It's billowing up from uh, what's left of the two Twin Towers. And the gray-white uh, swirling smoke just pouring up, and the wind has shifted somewhat lifting the smoke up and over Manhattan, and of course that's uh, the reason that the police have been pushing us back. Uh, one of the firefighters I talked to said that right now it isn't a matter of containment at all, and uh, they're not even talking about controlling the blaze because uh, the fire is so large and there's so much uh, jet fuel and so much debris that was sent uh, down in the surrounding area that it's not a wonder that some of the other buildings aren't also catching fire and smoking. Now, just a little while ago over on uh, Broadway, West Broadway for that matter, city bus filled with doctors rest in medical scrubs heading down toward the scene. So they're still uh, moving in emergency personnel into the area. John Camacho, one of many who escaped from the area, his office directly across from World Trade Center 2. He came into the office this morning, and what a surprise. Uh, we went to the window to look and see what was going on. Then all of a sudden we, we felt a roar. Everybody started screaming there was another plane. And everybody just started running for the door, going crazy. So we ran all the way down 30, 30 flights of steps, the stairs. And uh, when I got there, it was pitch black. Uh, all over the place. Uh, we actually opened the door and tried to go outside, and it was just unbearable. 
Uh, he was covered with ash when I found him. The stuff that he hadn't washed off his face, forming a kind of plaster on his brow. John says he doesn't know what happened to his cell phone or his suit jacket. But he also smiles and says he doesn't care because at least he's alive. Ralph? Well, Al Jones, that is a big question now because a lot of people, they don't know about their boss, their co-worker. They don't know about their office. Well, they don't have an office anymore, but there's just so many questions. And imagine the family's wondering, too. 1010 Winds reporter Al Jones. Now, some people, some of the injured people were taken to St. Vincent's. They've been giving us updates. Just go live to 1010 Winds reporter Terry Sheridan. Okay, Ralph. Well, Mayor Giuliani and Commissioner Carrick just briefed uh, the press here. These are the latest numbers. 267 have been brought in. 30 are critical. 30 are uh, members of the force, either NYPD or fire department personnel. Three have died. Uh, unofficially, one of the chaplains told us that it was one of the firemen who was involved in the rescue had died, but uh, the mayor did not have that information. Uh, he did say that the biggest injury that seems to be affecting the people coming to the hospital now among members of the service are eye injuries from the debris. They're, they're suffering from scratched corneas and uh, scratching of the eyes, so he's arranged to have goggles for all emergency workers who are heading towards the World Trade Center. The uh, new school has set up a family center. If you think a family member has been brought here, they want you to go to the new school at 12th Street off of 5th Avenue. They have a number, 212-604-7085. You can also call information to see if a family member has been brought up here. We expect another briefing in about 20 minutes. Terry Sheridan, 1010 wins at St. Vincent's Hospital. And, Terry, one question here. I imagine they're expecting more people to be showing up. They are. They said that uh, the, the injuries are start, that they're starting to see now are starting to get worse. Uh, the people who did die died from being crushed. And in moment, they said they had the whole range of injuries uh, here among the people they were treating. Smoke inhalation was a big one. Uh, breathing in the debris was another uh, major uh, 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 treat, uh, uh, cause that they were treating, but they're saying that the injuries that they are starting to see now as rescue workers are get, get, getting deeper into it, they're starting to become very serious. And in other words, there's still people, it's hard to tell where the people were located, but they're bringing people out now, even now as we're talking. Right. The people that they, the, originally they said the first people that they treated here were people who were either on the ground in the neighborhood or were among the rescue workers. And were able to get out. And were able to get out. Terry Chardon with a live update for us at, uh, at St. Vincent's and uh, again, the, the magnitude is something we just have no clue to at this particular time. Again, the people in the buildings, the people in the two planes were hijacked, and of course the casualties at the Pentagon itself and the people aboard that plane. And then there was a fourth plane that was hijacked, the one that crashed uh, near Pittsburgh, southeast of Pittsburgh. Uh, that was a United Flight 93 that left Newark, uh, headed for San Francisco. It had 38 passengers, two pilots, and five flight attendants. There's speculation with at least one congressman saying that the terrorists in that case were planning to go to Camp David and crash the plane there. That's something we don't know at this point. We may never know, for that matter. Uh, 1010 Wins reporter Sandy Klein is at the Jersey City Medical Center. We've been pointing out a lot of the injured were taken by ferry at, uh, across the Hudson or across the harbor uh, to hospitals in New Jersey. And uh, here's Sandy Klein. Ralph, it's quite a scene here. The auditorium at the Jersey City Medical Center has been turned into a minor injury area and you know there are chaplains and food is being served and people are sort of sitting dazed and confused it's it, it i would call it kind of controlled chaos um because clearly to most of the personnel here this is the worst catastrophe that they've ever experienced and um with me now is dr richard nirenberg and he's director of the emergency department here at the jersey city medical center 
Yes, we've, we've turned basically the whole hospital into a care unit. We have people who are the sickest people coming in through the emergency department entrance and the uh, people who are able to be ambulatory are coming in through the front entrance and being evaluated in the uh, auditorium. We've seen a, a sort of the initial rush of about 100 people, including smoke inhalations and um, some very bad burns. A few people intubated, some bad orthopedic injuries. And at this point, we are anticipating a second wave of patients who have been ferried across the river from the uh, from Lower Manhattan to Liberty State Park and are being sorted out there to be transported to this hospital and other hospitals in New Jersey. We've had an incredible outpouring of uh, support from really all departments, and uh, we're doing our best. And, Ralph, there are volunteers at the hospital. They're serving food. There are people counseling. It's just something to see uh, across the river here. They're doing a yeoman's job. And I'll be, uh, I'll be getting back to you uh, with, uh, I guess, when this next wave of uh, injured comes uh, from Liberty State Park. And there, there's a, this is a trauma center. This hospital is on code word, which is external disaster alert. And uh, Newark is also a trauma center. But because Jersey City Medical Center is the closest to Liberty State Park, Obviously, most of the, all the critically injured will be brought here. All right, Sandy Klein reporting live from the Jersey City Medical Center. We're going back to Doug Thompson briefly because I mentioned about the Pentagon thing, and I know, Doug, we've, one of the hijacked planes crashed there, and there are casualties there at the Pentagon. Indeed, but we don't know how many besides the people on the plane, Ralph, who are likely dead. There were some 64 people on American Airlines Flight 77 that crashed into the Pentagon. In the nation's capital, that is the only serious damage. There were reports of explosions around different parts of town, but none of that was ever confirmed. The entire federal government is closed down. All 8,300 buildings in the nation's capital have been closed. Government buildings, that is. And the quarter million federal employees have all been sent home and told to stay home. The plane that crashed into the Pentagon about the same time the two others crashed into the World Trade Center and a fourth, which was evidently headed for Camp David, crashed in western Pennsylvania. Only some of the people who had come to work at the Pentagon were there. Others had not yet arrived. An elite rescue team has begun its work at the Pentagon around the damaged area. The Fairfax County Urban Search and Rescue Team marking off the area where they believe people may be located. But there is no one going in the building as yet because it remains on fire. The point of impact for the American Airlines flight was on the west side of the building opposite the Secretary of Defense's office. Ralph? All right, that's Doug O'Brien. Sorry, Doug O'Brien, anyway, with that update here in 1010 Winds. Winds News Time 421 Live, continuing coverage on 1010 Winds of the terrorist attack here in New York on the World Trade Center, and as Doug was just telling us on the Pentagon, and it's caused a lot of havoc around the country as far as travel, but most of the problems right here in New York, and here's Matt Ward. Well, we do have many roads closed off, including if you're on Long Island, police are asking you to avoid the West Bend LIE, the northern and southern states, and Suffolk and Nassau counties, and the Meadowbrook, Wonton, Santa Cruz are open, but you should do your best to avoid on our jam cam the uh, Long Island Expressway after the fairgrounds very crowded eastbound side but I don't see any traffic on the westbound side coming up on the LIE heading up through that fairgrounds area of course the bridges and tunnels have been uh, mainly affected Thrasnick and Whitestone though have now been reopened in each direction but the Triborough Bridge is still closed coming into Manhattan Midtown
Midtown Tunnel and Queensboro Bridge shut down into Manhattan, but open getting back out to Queens. Brooklyn-Manhattan-Williamsburg Bridge Battery Tunnel closed to traffic each way, and the Verrazano Bridge to Brooklyn is also shut down, but open to Staten Island. Gothel's Outer Bridge, Bayonne Bridge are shut down to Staten Island, but open going back to New Jersey, and the only Hudson River crossing that's getting through is the upper-level George Washington Bridge heading back to New Jersey. All the airports around the country remain closed off till further notice. Jersey Transit Limited Service from Newark's Penn Station, outbound on the Northeast Carter, North Jersey Coast, and Raritan Line. Metro North, no service into Grand Central. Limited service out of Manhattan and Long on the Railroad. Limited service out of New York as well. If you're trying to grab a ferry, you can do that from Pier 11 Wall Street, West 38th Street, East 34th, and also Pier A, Battery Park to New Jersey, Brooklyn, and Queens. Some subway disruptions as well around town. And I'm Matt Ward with Shadow Traffic on 1010 Winds. And picking up on what Matt said, we have been told by the FAA, no flights at least until noon tomorrow. This is across the country. No flights. No commercial flights until at least noon tomorrow. And as far as the markets, the markets closed up today, and uh, they were not sure about them tomorrow. And we have not heard about New York City schools. The presumption being they will be open tomorrow, but we have not yet heard. Building number seven on fire in danger of collapse at the World Trade Center. The two towers are virtually gone. Nothing but rubble, basically. But building number seven on fire. So the troubles are far from over at that complex. Now, 1010 Winds reporter Steve Kastenbaum. Well, Ralph, there is a frenzy of activity here outside the federal court building where the sanitation uh, trucks have lined up here, and there are dozens upon dozens of volunteers, everyday citizens here from New York, who are putting together two-by-fours in plywood now, making makeshift stretchers that are being trucked in along with the volunteers to the disaster area around the World Trade Center. Uh, presumably, these are going to be used uh, for the recovery of the bodies from the building, but uh, they are trucking in uh, the, these, um, uh, these uh, makeshift stretchers that that are being uh, put together, as you can hear right behind me, and at the same time, trucks are being loaded up with volunteers, so this is very much still an extremely active uh, scene down here. Uh, the fire is still burning out of control down around the World Trade Center. Exhausted firefighters told me they haven't been able to get anywhere near inside the, the, uh, the remnants of the two towers down at the base. There are fires at the surrounding building. Uh, several of the emergency services, nurses and doctors told me uh, the triage centers that were set up around the bases of the buildings earlier this morning were in the direct path of the rubble when the World Trade Center towers came crumbling down. Many of the people who were both working and being treated in those triage centers were killed by that falling debris. I'm uh, going to try and hitch a ride now with one of these sanitation trucks and see if I can get myself closer uh, to the center, uh, the epicenter of this disaster. Uh, I will report back. Stay tuned. Steve Kastenbaum, 1010 Winds, live in Lower Manhattan. It's an amazing story. This has been going on all around Lower Manhattan, all around the country for that matter, after the terrorist attack at the Twin Towers and at the Pentagon. A uh, major disruption in business here in New York City and, again, affecting people around the country. No airline flights and a lot of business operators around the world. Trade Center touch people around the world, for that matter. Let's go live to 1010 Winds reporter Juliet Papa. Uh, Ralph, I'm on Fulton Street once again facing the World Trade Center complex where earlier there were just pockets of flame in every uh, window of one of the buildings here left standing. And it seems like most of that seems to have uh, been put out or at least subsided. I just see some flames licking some of the uh, upper portions. But uh, the smoke continues to billow. You just really can't see a couple of blocks in. In fact, we were told to move back. I was about two blocks further west here. We were told to move back because there was another building in danger of collapsing. One of the towers apparently fell on top of another building, and that was now in danger of collapse. I spoke to a Farmingville, that's Farmingville, Long Island, volunteer firefighter who was summoned out here, uh, Dominic Russo, and this is uh, how he described the scene. The fish or cement all over the place. I'm the rubble. Yeah. 
any I've seen police vans all over that have rubble all over it with their hoods open. I guess from all the ash, they won't stop. And he says uh, he did not see many victims, but of course they are still combing through the buildings because so many people were inside the building. But what I do see are papers that came flying out of that building that are everywhere, uh, some from banks and brokerage houses. Uh, this was the business of the day that they were doing, and they are just all scattered on the street, Ralph. All right, 1010 Wins reporter Julia Papa with what she is seeing. And again, we've got this problem at uh, number 7, the building there on fire in danger of collapsing. And as the rescue effort is still just really getting underway as far as the what's left of the World Trade Center and the rubble there. Uh, because there's still some uh, pockets of flame inside those towers, at least one of them. And, uh, so, and also such unsteady situation as far as the beams and the stairways and everything else for the rescue workers trying to get in. Live continuing coverage right here on 1010 Wins. We'll be continuing live just as long as it takes to make sure you know what's going on and make sure we know what's going on too because it's unfolding together just a lot of information we're waiting to hear why this happened who did it and just what the magnitude is of this terror attack how many people may have died we've got at least figures of more than 2,000 injured but that figure is going to just keep climbing and climbing and climbing the next few days and it's had a major impact too of course a lot of things just not happening here's uh, an update on that and uh, also from some of the hospitals here's 1010 Winds reporter uh, Larry Cantor you know Ralph you don't have to think too hard to come up with all sorts of scenarios about what may have happened today just with ordinary people for instance maybe a, a man and wife uh, coming into the city a husband and wife to go to work at the world trade center dropping their kids off at school and then not coming home well there is concern for children whose parents may have worked in the world trade center middlesex county says that school districts have been told to find those children a place to stay tonight Prosecutor Glenn Berman says the county has sent 100 firefighters to New York City and 140 police officers are ready to go. And a county hazardous materials team has been sent to Bayonne to decontaminate victims who may have been exposed to jet fuel in the fire. Also, New Jersey hospitals are on disaster alert. This is all New Jersey hospitals. They're awaiting victims from the Trade Center attack. And they're being treated as far south as Tom's River. That's about 70 miles away. Hospitals are busing staff, doctors, and supplies to the Meadowlands, where they can be rushed then to hospitals when they become overburdened. And a mobile hospital is operating at Liberty State Park and is set to evaluate more than 5,000 injured. At St. Vincent's Hospital, that's the one that's taken the brunt of the injuries, 267 people have come in there. 30 listed as critical, 3 were dead on arrival. St. Clair's Hospital is taking the overflow from St. Vincent's. 27 patients so far into the emergency room there, including 7 children from a daycare center at the World Trade Center. They are being evaluated and treated non seriously injured there. Volunteers have been pouring in, but St. Clair's is not presently equipped to take blood donations. You can give blood at some hospitals, many hospitals throughout the metro area. New York Presbyterian Hospital reports they've received in excess of 40 patients. The majority are burn victims. Both facilities, Weill Cornell at 66th and York and Columbia Presbyterian at 168th and Fort Washington Avenue, remain on full alert. They've been told to expect many more patients throughout the rest of the day and tonight and of course we'll be needing more emergency workers and doctors and nurses for sure through the day tomorrow ralph 
That is 1010 Winds reporter Larry Cantor. Just an indication of the magnitude of this. But the real story, of course, the number of people who died. We don't have that figure, and it may be days before we really know the number of people who may have been injured. The mayor already has talked about 2,000 injured people being treated. But uh, just uh, scores of hospitals are now involved in this treating people with varying degrees of injuries. But a lot of the injuries are critical injuries. And as our reporters have been telling us, as the rescue workers go deeper into what's left of the Twin Towers, the more serious injuries are coming out, at least some people who may have survived but were very seriously injured. Just to recap, seven and a half hours ago, or roughly thereby, two hijacked airlines. And keep in mind, this was a coordinated terrorist attack. The terrorist hijacked four airliners with people aboard. And two of those were slammed into the Twin Towers, uh, causing huge gaping holes, killing people in their offices as they were starting their day up around the roughly the 80th floor in that region. And then, uh, of course, killing the people on the plane. And then a third plane crashing into the Pentagon, causing casualties at the Pentagon and the killing people on that plane. There was a fourth plane that crashed southeast of Pennsylvania. That was Flight 93. It flew out of Newark, and it was heading to Los Angeles. And the people aboard that plane died. And uh, there's speculation that plane was part of this terror attack. And it might have been aimed, uh, the plane might have been intended to go to Camp David, but that's something we simply don't know. Now, we heard about some of the closings from Larry and a lot of travel disruptions, too, around the New York area. A lot of people trying to get here and a lot of people just simply trying to get home and get out of here. Let's find out uh, the best we can where you stand on that. Here's Matt Ward. Well, it looks like you will be able to get out of Manhattan on many of the bridges and tunnels, although the exception there would be, of course, the Holland and Lincoln, which is closed in both directions, and also the George Washington Bridge lower level still closed, although the upper level is open coming back out to the Jersey side. Brooklyn, Manhattan, Williamsburg Bridge, Battery Tunnel, they're still closed off in all directions, but if you do need to get back to Queens from Manhattan, you can do it via the Midtown Tunnel or the Queens Bridge and also the uh, right across the uh, Upper East River. At uh, latest report, the only thing that was closed there was the uh, Triborough Bridge coming into Manhattan, but the Thrasnick and Whitestone are now uh, handling traffic in uh, both directions. Meanwhile, the uh, Verrazano to Brooklyn is closed, but open to Staten Island, and the Gothels and the Outer Bridge and the Bayonne Bridges are closed to Staten Island, but open heading back over to New Jersey. Generally, if you're going away from the city, you should make out better than those heading towards the city. Newark Bay Extension, Jersey Turnpike, for example, is completely closed down, although they have open the Jersey Turnpike north down near Interchange 11, but still closed up there on the Eastern Spur. They'll be diverted to the Western Spur. All the airports closed all around the nation. The ferry service is available out of town from Pier 11, West 38th Street, East 34th, and also Pier A, Battery Park to New Jersey, Brooklyn, and Queens. Amtrak is up and running again on the Northeast Carter, New York through Washington. Limited service on Long Island Railroad out of New York City, and same deal with Metro North and Jersey Transit. We're from uh, Newark's Penn Station. Limited outbound service on the Northeast Carter, North Jersey Coastline, and Raritan line as well. Ralph? That is uh, Matt Ward keeping us up to date every 10 minutes or so on what the travel situation is around the New York. A major disruption. That's only part of the story, of course. Just so many things happening. U.S. and Canadian borders have been sealed. The military is in high alert. Same for the embassies around the world. Uh, aircraft carriers were sent into and guided missile destroyers to New York and Washington. Uh, Mayor Giuliani had, had one briefing, and when he was asked about casualties, said more than uh, any of us can bear, but otherwise was not willing to speculate on what the numbers might might be, and the mayor has another briefing before long. Let's go live to 1010 Winds reporter Glenn Chuck. Well, Ralph, uh, the mayor is going to hold another briefing, we are told, soon. Exactly when? Probably, I'm guessing, about 15 minutes to maybe 30. And like most of all of us here in the city, he seems completely overwhelmed by what has happened today. Having seen it firsthand in lower Manhattan this morning, he spoke of the horror of this tragedy about an hour ago. Ralph? I don't know that I'm really able to describe it. It was the most horrific scene I've ever seen in my whole life. Uh, we saw the, the uh, World Trade Center uh, in flames, a big gaping hole all the way on the top of it. We could see people jumping from the top of the building. Um, 
then uh, we, we went into um, Barclay Street, 75 Barclay Street, I think it was, and we were there when the building collapsed. Ralph Mayor Giuliani admitting that he actually feared for his own life at one point. This rescue effort, we're told, will take days, certainly if not weeks. The mayor should have an update on the wounded. He's holding back, though, the number of dead at this time. He says most certainly including firefighters and police officers at the scene. Again, we expect another update from the mayor shortly. Glenn Shuck, 10-10 wins, live on the Lower East Side. And yes, Glenn, one of the uh, chaplain unofficially told us at least one of that it is one of the rescuers, a firefighter, uh, because some of those people had gone after the initial impact of one of the hijacked airplanes into the Twin Towers had gone on there to rescue and set up uh, triage and uh, treatment centers and coordinating and then all of a sudden the towers collapsed and some of that debris fell and the people being rescued and the people being treated so we have lost some firefighters and police officers as well as a lot of the citizens from around the metropolitan area and a lot of damage and a lot of questions and a lot of trauma involved in this uh, 10 10 speaking of the trauma and some of the injured we're going live again to 10 10 wins reporter terry Sheridan. he's been at st vincent's okay ralph we're expecting another briefing in about five minutes what we have right now is 260 67 people have been brought in. 30 of these are critical. An additional 30 are members of the force, either NYPD or fire department personnel. Three have died. Again, one of the chaplains told me that one of those who died was a member of the fire department. St. Vincent's has set up a family center. If you think that someone is here at St. Vincent's, don't come to the hospital. They're trying to clear the lanes for the ambulances, the police cars. They even have city buses that are bringing both the injured in, and then I've seen several of uh, the city buses load up. I'm not being flipped, but it looks like a scene from MASH where they're in their full surgical scrubs and they're just getting onto buses and heading down 7th Avenue. But anyway, the Family Center is on 12th Street off of 5th Avenue. It's at the new school, and you can call if you're in the outer boroughs or in any of the other regions, 212-604-7085. Mayor Giuliani did say that a morgue has been set up uh, on the west side in the 50s on one of the piers. Terry Sheridan, 1010 wins at St. Vincent's Hospital. And uh, Terry and, and, and Glenn also indicated the mayor will have more figures for us and more information, maybe being able to tell us how many people they know have died at this point. But we do know, obviously, that thousands have, have either died or have been injured by this horrible act of violence of terrorism here in the city of New York. Wednesday News Time 436, live continuing coverage of the awful terror act at the World Trade Center and the Pentagon and all the ramifications right here on WINS. Stay with us. We'll continue with our live coverage uh, throughout the night for tomorrow morning for you. Uh, Larry Cantor is back with us as well with some more uh, ramifications. Larry? Yes, check around to various hospitals. Our reporters have been in touch. Beth Israel says 130 patients are being treated there. St. Luke's Roosevelt has 25 in the Roosevelt section, three in St. Luke's. Long Island College Hospital in Brooklyn, 75 patients. And of all those hospitals, they're the Continuum, Continuum Health Partners hospitals. They have only one critical patient, no fatalities. Patients primarily in there for smoke inhalation. Mount Sinai Hospital has just begun receiving some patients. They don't have any hard numbers for us yet. NYU Hospital, 1st Avenue and 31st Street has taken in nearly 100 patients, most with minor injuries. They've dispatched medical crews to the Chelsea Piers, along with some other hospitals. They're not sure, but it seems that the area is being set up as a triage station to spread the load among the city's medical facilities. Bellevue is now on standby to take overflow patients from overburdened facilities downtown, chiefly St. Vincent's. And when we're talking to hospital officials, they're saying that what's eerie about all this is that they haven't received more seriously injured patients. They're getting mostly people with cuts and bruises and smoke inhalation, and they fear that apart from these other injuries, 
Who knows what happened to so many people who were critically injured or killed, but they're not receiving very many of those, at least not yet. Ralph? Well, Larry Kander, just what the, the very point you raised, and that's what our reporters are saying at the hospital, some of the people who were brought in and treated first were people who are on the street outside and were not inside the building, and now that the rescuers are able to go inside, they are finding the more seriously injured people, and the people who died as well. Again, live continuing coverage here on 1010 Winds. President Bush, we're told, is now returning to Washington and had gone to Sarasota, Florida for a speech, and then was uh, apparently taken off to Louisiana as a precaution and then taken to a base in Omaha. There was a statement from the president uh, uh, pointing out that they would search and find the people responsible and that the U.S. would be tested and the military was on alert and so on. But it was a tape message and uh, that was sort of left behind when the president was flown uh, to Omaha. Now we're told President Bush is uh, planning to or is returning to Washington right now. We did get a statement from Karen Hughes, who was the uh, president's counsel. And uh, she was actually, in effect, speaking for the president. She said that the uh, uh, Secret Service had secured the president, the vice president, the house speaker and others. And... Uh, she also said this. Our fellow citizens and our freedom came under attack today, and no one should doubt America's resolve. And she also pointed out that the military is on a high alert. She also pointed out that the FAA has, in effect, grounded all commercial flights till noon tomorrow. The Connecticut National Guard is on standby in case it's needed here in New York. And uh, Governor Pataki has uh, called out the state's National Guard to help in recovery efforts and to give relief to the firefighters and the police officers here in New York. Among our reporters, uh, first on the scene this morning, 1010 Winds reporter John Montone. Stu Morell of Glenrock was late for a meeting at the World Trade Center, and so he is alive. I was turned away by a doorman near the World Trade Center minutes before the first tower collapsed. A police helicopter circled that tower as people waved out the windows. Then came the great collapse, the people inside gone, the helicopter gone. Up on Broadway, there was a stampede Hundreds of us ran from the volcano of bricks and thick blinding soot. We went into a building where the dust was so thick and the hall was so crowded, it seemed only a matter of minutes before we would all die. We didn't. Someone found the door and we got out, out into what looked like nuclear winter, three to four inches of soot, with people gasping for air, crying, walking around in shock. John Montone, 1010 Winds News. A similar story being played out at the Pentagon where a hijacked plane crashed into the Pentagon. And there's very slow information coming there because the there was still fire there. And rescue workers are just now bringing people out. Several injuries. We don't know how many people were killed when that hijacked plane slammed into one wall at the Pentagon. Among the people who died, apparently, is Barbara Olson, uh, the wife of uh, Solicitor General Theodore Olson. She was a Republican activist. You may have seen her on Larry King and other TV shows from time to time. And uh, she apparently had a cell phone and called saying our plane is being hijacked. Our plane is hijacked and that was before that plane crashed into the Pentagon. Now let's get back to New York now. We're here at the World Trade Center. Two hijacked planes crashed into the Twin Towers, which are nothing more than rubble now. And again, if you just joined us, we don't know about a death toll. We do know of at least four or five people who died, but that's it. And that's just the beginning of the story and already at least 2,000 people treated, but that too, again, is just the beginning of the story. A major disruption in commerce around here and in travel. As 
far as travel. Here's Matt Ward. And here's what we have on the subways right now. The A trains are running from 207th to Far Rockaway, but bypassing Chamber Street. B trains are running from 34th through 6th Avenue to 145th Street. The D trains up and running 205th to 34th and 6th. And the E trains are running at Parsons Archer Station to 2nd Avenue. F trains running between 129th to Stillwell and the G trains Continental Station through 4th Avenue. L trains are also operating Rockaway Park to 14th uh, Street and uh, 8th Avenue. And uh, trains running in uh, both directions. Other subway disruptions around town. Amtrak is back in service on the Northeast Carter between New York City and Washington. Long on the railroad to Metro North. Limited service out of uh, New York and New Jersey Transit. Also limited service from Newark's Penn Station on the Northeast Carter, North Jersey Coastline and Raritan Line. Staten Island Ferry running outbound service this afternoon and also some ferry service available in town from Pier 11 Wall Street, from West 38th Street, from East 34th and also from Pier A Battery Park to New Jersey, Brooklyn and Queens. Bridges and tunnels have been affected, of course. Verrazano still closed to Brooklyn. Throgsneck and Whitestone are open now both ways, but the Triborough Bridge is closed into Manhattan. Midtown Tunnel Queensboro Bridge shut down to Manhattan, but open into Queens. Brooklyn Manhattan Williamsburg Bridge Battery Tunnel closed either way, and across the Hudson, the tunnels are still closed. Either way, George Washington Bridge upper level is open back to Jersey, but the lower level remains closed off. Ralph? That is Matt Ward, and he'll be back in a less than 10 minutes with another update so you can get home and get where you've got to go this evening with all the disruptions we've had because of the terror attack against the Twin Towers. A terror attack, such a blow to New York and a blow to the United States, and something we're still assessing and we'll be finding out about as the days go by. There's been no claim of responsibility. Actually, there were some claims here and there, but none has been deemed credible apparently at this time, and no indication as to why. But four commercial jetliners hijacked. Now, all four just happened, I guess, apparently be heading to California. One of them, Flight 93, out of Newark, heading to Los Angeles. That's the flight that uh, crashed near Pittsburgh. And uh, there, too, uh, apparently no survivors in that plane that went down. Now, schools were a big issue here today, and a lot of parents wondering what's going on. 1010 Winds reporter Mona Rivera has an update. Well, schools were kept open during this entire tragedy, but many parents were frantic, calling schools, trying to find out how would their kids get home with the buses and subways. Well, the buses and subways are coming back to normal, so that's not such a concern. We had parents calling PS58 on Carroll Street, which is in the Court Street section of Brooklyn. That's downwind from the World Trade Center, and so the elementary school kids there saw the smoke. They had to close the windows in their classrooms. I spoke with nine-year-old Levine. Taylor, he waited four hours for his mother to come and pick him up, and boy, was he glad to see her. When I saw her, I cheered, and then I went to um, my mother, I hugged her, and then I hugged her. And you hug him? Oh, yeah, I gave him a big hug and kiss, squeeze his ears like I normally do, so it was a good really, it was a relief. As I said, frantic parents were calling New York City schools all day, and the school system is saying that they will be keeping the schools open for any parents who cannot get to their kids or for any kids who can't get picked up. And as far as we're told, schools will be open tomorrow. Mona Rivera, 1010 Winds, live in Brooklyn. All right, Mona, and uh, now let's get to 1010 Winds reporter Juliet Papa. Juliet? Hold on one second there. I'll have to pull off the mask. Everybody is wearing these masks as long as you're walking down here in lower Manhattan. Uh, once again, I'm looking at uh, Seven World Trade Center where there had been just pockets of flames throughout the building earlier. Uh, they seem to have gotten that a little more under control, although I understand that that is uh, uh, ready for collapse. We were just moved back here about two blocks east. Uh, I was further down, closer to the building, and we got pushed back because they were afraid that thing could go down as well. Uh, earlier talking just to some 
firefighters that were down there just saying it is just rubble and soot everywhere. The cloud of smoke, the closer you get, the tougher it is to breathe and to even see because all that grit gets in your eyes. Um, I was down by uh, downtown, uh, Beacon Downtown Hospital earlier this afternoon, and a gentleman came out with his eyes all taped up. He had been in the building when the plane first hit, and he said he'd gotten to work a little later today, and that's why he wasn't already up in his office. I voted this morning, so I was fairly late. Otherwise, I would have been upstairs already. Mm -hmm. um, I was on the first floor walking through the concourse, and then the next thing I know, I was running out of the building with everyone else. What, what floor is the family on? Uh, I work on 68. And that's about where the building was hit, I'm told, around the 68th or 70th, 78th floor. He said he ran out of the building and it was a stampede and he was trampled. He did come out of the hospital with, he said, with bandages over his eyes. He said he also survived uh, the first explosion at the World Trade Center in 1993. So, Ralph, right down here, just a spooky eerie scene. So many streets are closed off, full of soot, soot on plants, soot on cars. Uh, and the further you get closer into the buildings, the worse it is with rubble and uh, uh, fatalities everywhere. And a major cleanup yet to come. Oh, absolutely. I, this will take weeks. This uh, recovery effort is probably going to take weeks. So many people that were in that building in stairwells or elevators trying to get down. Uh, papers strewn around from banks and brokerage houses here. I actually saw one person uh, take some of the soot and put it in a bottle uh, to, to keep this as some sort of uh, memento uh, or remembrance of this. He had a Snapple bottle and he was putting the soot in it from a car. Uh, many people down here with video cameras uh, uh, just and a lot of people just shaking their heads. Yes, and for good reason. Juliet Papa, 1010 Wins reporter Juliet Papa. As far as the uh, U.S. exchanges and markets, they are closed today. All of them closed for today. And um, let's see, uh, New York Stock Exchange, NASDAQ, and American Stock Exchange say they're going to stay closed tomorrow. New York Stock Exchange, NASDAQ, and American Stock Exchange. But even there, a long time before things get back to normal. Now, uh, 1010 Wins reporter Al Jones. And Ralph, you know... Uh Julie, Juliet was talking a little bit about the ash down there, and the only thing that I can equate it to is in uh, 1979, I was out in western Montana for a Mount St. Helens explosion, which happened in Washington State, and we got the ash, but it was this kind of uh, almost like a snowfall, and it covered everything. This stuff came billowing up the streets, up West Broadway, up Greenwich, when the buildings collapsed. You got this avalanche of ash and paper and debris that just seemed to have a life of its own and kind of roll up the street and coat everything. It scared the heck out of people. The people were running, screaming, and uh, at this moment we do have a little bit of a staging area going on over at Greenwich and more. Uh, some 200 civilian volunteers, many of them construction workers from the area, have volunteered uh, their time to help dig out. But of course, uh, as anyone can see from the West Side Highway, there's still a lot of smoke and a, lot, a little bit of fire yet in the World Trade Towers, and right now nobody's talking about digging out. Now, Steve Piccolo is among the thousands who has a story. He's a commodities trader in Four World Trade Center. He says that uh, when the first plane hit, all activity stopped. He said everybody just were frozen in their seats. He said when the pl second plane hit, they all ran for the door. When I got outside the building, there was chaos in the street already. Uh, by that time, 
there was chaos all over the place. It was nonstop. I mean, it, it was, you just was running for your life. You were really just trying to stay alive at that point. Yet the shock for many is that the Twin Towers are gone. You know, these are landmarks that we've all grown accustomed to. Many of us have grown up with. They've anchored lower Manhattan, and now they're reduced to this pile of smoke and a mountain of debris. It's just hard to believe when you look down towards the south that you don't see them there anymore, Ralph. Well, you're right, Al, because you can be miles and miles away from New York, and you can see or used to see the World Trade Center. And uh, they are no more, but also a big part of that tragedy is and there are some of the people who are working inside those buildings. And again, just to hate to keep mentioning, but we just don't know. We don't know how many people died, how many people were injured. It's going to take a long time to put that information together. We do know that at least a couple thousand people are being treated in hospitals, but that's just the early information. A morgue is also being set up on the west side. Let's go live to 1010 Wind Senior Correspondent Stan Brooks. And Ralph, it looks like they're digging in for a long night. I'm at uh, Park Row, Canal Street, and that's the area at the north that's sealed off. You can't go beyond that. But right now I see all kinds of trucks with searchlights, with forklifts and other heavy equipment going down into the area. Apparently they're going to be working all night long. They're getting the lights to set up so they can keep going inside to try to find whoever might be alive inside those buildings and uh, get out the other people too. But they've got to dig through that rubble. Meanwhile, all this is uh, just a main corridor here. There are ambulances and fire trucks and other trucks going in, others coming out. The ones coming out are covered with the ash that Al was talking about. Everything down there is covered with ash. I saw this woman. She was covered with ash as she told me what happened to her. And you're all covered with ash and green. And that's from all the way on the other side. Now the other building just fell. Did you see it fall? I saw the first one fall. I was coming back to go to walk over the Brooklyn Bridge, but they're saying I can't. And she was not sure how she was going to get home. Meanwhile, there are just hundreds of people here in Chinatown in, in Chatham Square just uh, standing on the fringes watching all this activity. And as I look up, I can still see that thick smoke billowing from the World Trade Center towers covering uh, lower Manhattan. Just a steady stream of smoke and fire still playing inside that building, inside those buildings. And people here just standing by, wondering, watching, shaking their heads, transfixed by what happened. Ralph. All right, 1010 Wind Senior Correspondent Stan Brooks, who mentioned about setting up the lights and everything to get ready, because this rescue effort in many respects may just be beginning, because there's still some fire in those buildings and, and other dangerous conditions, so it's going to take a while to get people in to see if anybody might be alive, and also to see uh, how many bodies there might be inside and to recover those bodies. We have had reports of World Trade Center building number 7 on fire and in danger of collapsing, and apparently that's still burning, but it's hard to get information. Of course, we can't get close enough to actually see. And Stan was talking about the people walking and wondering how they're going to get someplace and that's been one of the big issues here and let's get back to Matt Ward with a look at travel. Well speaking of walking, I've seen a lot of people walking across the Manhattan Bridge heading out of Manhattan and back over to Brooklyn. There's still uh, people out there, many of them just milling about and just kind of looking behind them too at the uh, smoke that still continues to uh, rise from lower Manhattan and the wreckage of the World Trade Center. Meanwhile, the uh, traffic is not moving at all. You're not allowed on the Brooklyn Manhattan Williamsburg Bridge or the Battery Tunnel unless uh, you're a pedestrian. You can use the Williams or the Brooklyn Bridge, and the traffic on the Queensboro Bridge and the Midtown Tunnel open for the
closed going to Queens, but still closed into Manhattan. And the Triborough Bridge is still closed Manhattan bound, but things have been reopened both ways on the Throgsneck and the Whitestone. Across the Hudson, the only thing that's been getting through in the city is the George Washington Bridge upper level trying to leave town, heading back over to the Jersey side. But Route 3 in the Meadowlands area is still closed uh, eastbound, heading down uh, towards the Jersey Turnpike Western Spur. They still have it blocked off. They have reopened the Jersey Turnpike uh, northbound uh, side through the uh, area of Woodbridge and also the east and western spurs now open on the northbound side, but the Newark Bay Extension still closed heading east, heading uh, beyond through that Newark area and right on down the line. Meanwhile, on mass transit, we still have uh, no service at the airports. That likely continues into sometime midday tomorrow. There's limited service uh, leaving town along on the railroad and on Metro North. Amtrak up and running again on the Northeast Carter. Many subway disruptions around town, and also Jersey Transit just limited service from Newark's Penn Station on the Northeast Carter, North Jersey Coastline, and Raritan Line as well. I'm Matt Ward, Shadow Traffic on 1010 When And Matt, we'll be back in less than 10 minutes with another update. If you just joined us, we don't have any real casualty figures so far from those two planes, hijacked airliners, crashing into the Twin Towers today at the World Trade Center, in effect bringing down the towers. And the same thing, another hijacked plane crashing into the Pentagon, and we don't know about that plane as well. In terms of casualties, it's been a while to getting the people out of the rubble there in Washington, too. With more about that and more about other aspects of this horrible tragedy, here's 1010 Winds reporter Doug O'Brien. Well, President Bush is on his way back to the White House now. Air Force One has left off at Air Force Base outside Omaha, Nebraska. The president had gone there after stopping first in Shreveport, Louisiana. He'd left Florida this morning. His top security people did not want him returning to the Capitol immediately. Once President uh, Bush does get back to Washington, he plans to meet with his top security advisors. In the meantime, uh, rescue workers have begun bringing victims out of the Pentagon, the west side of that building, heavily damaged when a hijacked American Airlines plane crashed into it this morning. The Fairfax County Urban Research uh, Search and Rescue Team, which specializes in this kind of operation, entered the Pentagon after the fire had apparently been brought under control there. A mobile surgical unit has been set up along a highway that runs along the west side of the Pentagon. 23,000 people work there ordinarily. Overseas, some comment has begun to come from the Middle East. Israeli Foreign Minister Shimon Peres said the attacks were tantamount to a declaration of war. It is like a declaration of war or an introduction of a terrible arm and we have to draw all the conclusion fully, uncompromisingly and right away. And while thousands of Palestinians in the West Bank celebrated the attacks, Yasser Arafat declared, deplored today's acts. First of all, I am offering my condolences, the condolences of uh, the Palestinian people to the, uh, to the American president, President Bush, to his government, to the American people for this terrible act. We are completely shocked. Completely shocked. Unbelievable. Pope John Paul in Rome praying for God to help all involved in the rescue efforts and in caring for the survivors. In a letter to the president, the Pope said he's asking God to sustain the American people in this hour of suffering and trial. Ralph? All right, Doug O'Brien with an update uh, from from the national picture and world picture, for that matter. Now, we do have reports. We told you before we'd had reports that two other, one other building was burning at the complex, building number seven, and now apparently reports a number five building at the complex has been on fire and is also in danger. A lot of things just not happening, things shutting down in many respects. Let's get back uh, to 1010 Winds reporter Larry Cantor. 
Okay, Ralph, yes. The New York Stock Exchange, Amex, and NASDAQ, of course, had to close today. They're located in lower Manhattan for the most part. And they will be closed again tomorrow. And a lot of Wall Street firms are down around Wall Street, as you might guess. So it's going to take a while for them to get their operations back up and running. The New York City primary was to be today. Some people were out voting this morning, but they may have to vote again. The primary was canceled. No date yet to reschedule it. Major League Baseball has been called off for tonight, and we don't know yet about tomorrow. Schools, we can't say yet about uh, what they're going to do in New York City tomorrow. The school's chancellor has not yet spoken. Something that just came in moments ago while you were talking, the U.S. officials say they now believe Osama bin Laden was responsible for the twin embassy bombings in uh, Africa three years ago, and they believe that he's likely responsible for today's terror attacks. A federal law enforcement official says bin Laden is at the top of their list. However, the, uh, the Taliban in Afghanistan were saying earlier today that uh, bin Laden was not playing a role in this. No one has stepped forward to take responsibility just yet. Ralph? That is uh, 1010 Wins reporter Larry Catcher with the very latest uh, from some of the closings and things not happening. We have this note from a company located at the uh, two, number two World Trade Center, Keith Bruyette Company, on the 88th and 89th floor, asking employees who have not been accounted for, as well as family members of victims, to please call their headquarters office in Hartford, Connecticut. These are people associated with Keith Bruyette Company on the 88th and 89th floor. And here's a number. Here's a number. 1-800-726-0006. one 800 Seven two six zero 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 six. Just to recap where we stand, we're still waiting for more information from city officials if they can give us some indication of how many people may die or just what's going to happen next. We had a report a few minutes ago that two other parts of the world's trade center complex were on fire and were in danger of collapsing. It's been very difficult for the rescuers to get inside what's left of a, a number one and two, the Twin Towers, because of still some lingering flame and some fire and, and just the very dangerous conditions. But once they get inside, they're finding some of the more seriously injured people already. About at least 2,000 people have been treated, but most likely a lot more than that. It's hard to keep track of all the figures because just dozens of hospitals involved in this, including some hospitals in New Jersey. A lot of people have been taken by boat or ferry or other uh, waterborne craft to uh, hospitals in New Jersey for treatment. So a lot of people treated there. And uh, some of the people who died are police officers and firefighters who had gone to the scene to help people and start treating them when then the... Uh, World Trade Center buildings, the two of Twin Towers, began collapsing and falling debris on top of them. Uh, Mayor Giuliani, we expect to have a briefing from him. Uh, President Bush going back to Washington after he was taken to secure bases in Louisiana and Nebraska. We may be hearing from him this evening. We expect it might be some more updating from perhaps the Pentagon and maybe the FBI at this point. But Mayor Giuliani does plan another briefing soon to give us an idea of where we stand in the city's effort, and we'll be uh, going live for that briefing from the mayor, too, once that happens. You're listening to live continuing coverage here on 1010 Wind. In just a moment, we'll have a recap for you and also check on travel conditions as we've been doing every 10 minutes to let you know about the bridges and trains and what is operating and what is not operating. Uh, this is 1010 Winds, WINS New York, an Infinity Broadcasting Station, and stay with us for continuing coverage of the uh, act of terrorism in New York and at the Pentagon. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.